We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Good morning, friends, and welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You are joining me on Monday, April 25th. It's early. I'm tired. Let's get right to it. So the first story of the day broke uh, yesterday, basically broke on Sunday afternoon when the NBA uh, released its last two-minute report. Wouldn't you know it? Within, uh, there were there was only one incorrect non-call, and it happened at just under the 34-second mark where Donovan Mitchell extends his arm toward Dwight Powell and makes contact with his face, which affects his ability to contest the play. Essentially, Donovan Mitchell uh, committed an uncalled offensive foul at the basket, um, and then Luka fouled um, Mitchell on on his way up. Um, and it, it's... It, it was just one of those bam bam plays that happened in you know a tightly contested game and it went against the Mavericks and the Mavericks lost as we know by a single point. Um, pretty frustrating, but as we all are at this point aware, you know the entire Saturday game was a bit frustrating. Uh, the Mavericks have had a number of things work against them over the course of this series, be it the, you know, the, the scheduling of games, the, the kind of quick turnaround at the start of the series where they had to play the first possible playoff game. And then with this, uh, you know, this, this game three, four was very close to being a back to back because they play on Thursday night and then they play on Saturday day at the, one of the earliest time slots. It's, it's just been a little bit frustrating for these Mavericks because, you know they're they're getting a little worn down and, and 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 things just haven't really gone their way at inopportune moments in a way that that might have made resulted in the series being a sweep. I mean I I really don't think much of the Jazz. Um, the more I watch them, uh, it, it's it's just it's kind of crazy to see. There's there was so much that went against the Mavericks yesterday. A number of those things were uh, were under their control. 
Um, for, for me personally, the big picture overarching issue started with Maxi Kleba picking up three fouls in the first quarter. And then for some reason, Jason Kidd electing to play him in the second quarter where he picked up his fourth foul. And then the, you know, the minute distribution just changed entirely where Dwight Powell ended up playing more. Dwight Powell got destroyed on the boards by Rudy Gobert, which resulted in a march to the free throw line, which so many things just kept rolling on top of one another. Um, and then though the Mavericks, you know, took the lead, they had a, f- uh, um, a four point lead with under 30 seconds to go. And then they blew it because of, of an incorrect in no small part because of an incorrect non-call where, where, um, Donovan Mitchell got away with an offensive foul. These things happen. The Mavericks have to control the things on, uh, that are under their control. And I'm pretty sure they will come out in game five at home. Just Luca's fourth home playoff game in his career, which is absolutely crazy. If you think about, you know, the fact that these Mavericks will have played during the Luka Doncic era, this will be their 18th playoff game. Uh, and this will only be his fourth home one because of the bubble. Um, Pivoting on to stories of the day, you know, directly related to uh, to what I just talked about in terms of controlling what they must control. Matthew Phillips wrote a really, really good story up on MavsMoneyBall.com that I'm going to link in the show notes about how the Mavericks must continue to attack Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Luca, in particular, was guilty of wanting to go at Gobert over and over and over in the fourth quarter. And that was a mistake. It's a tactical mistake that the Mavericks are probably, hopefully, going to recognize and realize. It's very interesting that Luka loves to attack star defenders because it, it you know, in theory, robs the other team of one of their strengths if Luka is able to take that player out of the play. However, the Mavericks were scoring on Donovan Mitchell at will in games one through three. And in games, uh, and in game four, they just didn't do it in the fourth quarter. I don't think at all. And Matt gets into this a little bit. He doesn't lay the blame at any one player's feet, but with Luca having the ball as much as he did, it's one of those things that I suspect, you know, Luca will look to potentially do differently. Um, the next story that I liked was, was Doyle Raider, you know, examining the final uh, possession of the game, which was, and I'll just put this, you know, bluntly, it was not a good series of coaching decisions by the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, when you have the opportunity to advance the ball and you go full court like they did, I know Luca says he likes to, you know, see the whole floor, but you, what you can do is still, you know, inbound the ball at half court and go collect it in the back court if that's what you're concerned about. 11 seconds is not a lot of time. It's more than enough time, but seeing as the ball, you know, the, with what all happened on that play, it's it's kind of frustrating that that was the shot that they got where they needed a single point and they took a three-pointer. They never attacked. Just a, a confusing series of decisions, you know, that, that the Mavericks themselves, even after the game, seemed to um, be a bit baffled by. Um, they're, <laughs> you know, now just to, you know, pivot and, Hunt the jazz. Um, they say the dumbest stuff after games. It's poetic justice in a way. Gobert told ESPN after Utah's 199 win over the Dallas Mavericks. It's a play that we've made many, many times. It just happened to be a game winning play tonight. Does he know what poetic and justice mean in that? Con- like what sort of justice was occurring? The, the, there's they weren't wrong. The Jazz are a bad basketball team that can't connect in the right ways. It's because their two stars don't like each other. Uh, you know, Quinn Snyder said it was metaphoric on some level, and and, and you know Donovan, it, it's like 
He had been using we after following game three about how we need to play better defense when no Donovan Mitchell needs to play better defense. There's just a like, Oh my gosh. Like they're so whiny and all of it is of their own making. A lot of Mavs fans seem to be very interested in Rudy Gobert before this series. If, if, if the Mavericks were to beat the jazz, the jazz would probably have to consider blowing it up. And I think, you know, the more we see Gobert, it doesn't really matter how much of a game changer is he is. It's he's a player that really he just says a lot of the a lot of the wrong things. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um, and then of course, you know, they're like Dwayne Wade, who is a minority owner, gets a say after the game, and you know, who, Dwayne, like who who cares? You're the minority owner. Go away. Um, that's kind of it. For this, this morning, I'm really fired up. The Mavericks play uh, tonight at 8.30 on TNT. So it'll be the late game. Everybody will be a little feisty. Um, the Mavericks will basically have had all of Saturday evening, all of Sunday, and a huge chunk of Monday to rest up, which the Mavericks need that. Um, and that is sort of where we are right now. All right, guys, this has been Kirk Henderson. Please check out any of the links that I put together in the show notes. Uh, Josh and I will be back a little later tonight. I apologize for not having a little more content up, uh, for not doing more audio content. I know people are really questing for stuff. My parents were in town this weekend, and I just I haven't seen them since 2019, so I was trying to kind of squeeze stuff in. I hope you understand. Everybody, enjoy you know your Monday. Let's all get uh, let's all get gnarly and and uh, you know uh, let's go maps. Talk soon, guys.